You are listening to sermons from the pulpit of the Bible Baptist Church in Marysville, California. We hope you will be blessed as you listen to another practical message. I am looking at it back there, and uh, we will we will still get done before nine o'clock. I promise you. Uh, now we'll get done on time. Uh, Proverbs chapter fifteen, and here as we're looking at Solomon's principles of finances. Uh, I think these are these are some principles that that I've taught before, but these are ones that uh, just continually need to be gone over because we can forget. And it's amazing how how we can go through life learning something, disregarding it, and then having to pay the consequences because we didn't follow what we knew we should have done. Uh, there have been many times where I knew what I should have done, and I didn't do it. And later thinking, why in the world did I do that? And you know, that's where uh, in, our, in our lives, finances are such a major part. Uh, the amount of arguments, the amount of pressure that people face in their own personal lives over finances uh, are are so high. So we want to definitely learn uh, some principles from the Word of God to live by. So our principles will make our decisions for us, not the situation, not the circumstance, not the individual, not the desires that we have, but what are the principles that God lays out, and let's follow those. All right, so we have gone through 15. Uh, so tonight we're going to jump into number 16. Uh, of these principles, and there's 30 principles. Uh, so uh, Proverbs chapter 15 and verse number 17, uh, the Bible says, Better is a dinner of herbs where love is than a stalled ox and hatred therewith. And so this principle right here, realize relationships are more important than possessions. Realize relationships are more important than possessions. And here, if you have a stalled ox, the, the stalled ox represents a, uh, their wealth. It represents success. And so uh, here God's saying it's better to have a dinner of herbs uh, than, than to have a stalled ox or having meat uh, that's there. Uh, he said having little versus much is better than than, than uh, having, having the wealth, having the possessions, and not having the relationships. And so uh, here, realize relationships are more important than possessions. Uh, dads, realize that. Being gone at work all day just so your family can have possessions, they're you are going to, one day those kids are going to be gone. And I understand, you have to go to work all day. I understand that. But the, all the extra time away and overtime, and uh, sometimes we are chasing material uh, belongings and things of the world, uh, and we are missing out on time with our family. And that, that ought not be the case, and we want to make sure that we are emphasizing that. Uh, years ago, I was uh, visiting one of my neighbors, and uh, he was a retired contractor, and uh, we had uh, some property in the country, and, uh, and he, was, he had property back behind us. And anyway, I went up to talk to him, and he was, uh, he was, he was old. He had, he had to have been 52 uh, 
but uh, anyway, no, he was older than that, and, uh, but he was retired, his kids were all gone, and as we were talking, he said, you know, you come see me more than my kids do. And what a, what a sad situation. And here is this retired man, and he told me, he said, I did everything, I worked and I worked and I worked to give my kids everything. And they had everything, but we have no relationship. You know, that, that is not a good trade-off. It's not a good trade-off. And here, that's something that we want to realize. Uh, realize relationships are more important than possessions. Number 17, take care of what you have. Uh, Proverbs chapter 12 and verse number 27. Proverbs 12, 27, and I'm just going to keep going real quickly. Uh, the slothful man roasteth not that which he took in hunting, but the substance of the diligent man is precious. And here you have the slothful who does not, uh, does not take advantage of what they have, uh, is lazy, uh, would shoot something and then not go through and even uh, use what he had, uh, the meat that he had, uh, uh, had shot, uh, and then uh, here, but it says the substance of the diligent man uh, is precious. Hey, you know, I give my heart, my father-in-law a hard time uh, about things, uh, but one thing that uh, he does, he takes care of stuff that's his. He takes care of his possessions. Uh, he takes care of them so well, uh, they go, his clothing goes it's in style, out of style, in style, out of style, in style, out of style. And, the, and it was, what, it's comical, and we tease him about it, but he, he still has things that he purchased years and years ago, and they still serve him well. You know, we don't have to have everything new. It doesn't all have to be the latest and greatest. And taking care of what we have is a, is a biblical principle. And so when we don't take care of what we have, we are, we are identifying here the, the flip side of this verse, the substance of the diligent man, but then on the flip side, you have the slothful man. And, and God is saying, you are, you are one of the two. And I don't know about you, but I don't, want to be, I don't want God to consider me slothful. And so taking care of what we have is very important. Uh, number 18, don't depend on money for your security. Proverbs eleven twenty eight. He that trusteth in his riches shall fall, but the righteous shall flourish as a branch. Uh, you know, the... Our wealth or, or our money, that is not what our trust should be in. Our trust should always be in the Lord. You know, it is a lot easier, and I've said this before, it's a lot easier to live by faith when you are needy than when you have everything cared for. But the reality is we are supposed to live by faith whether there's groceries in the cabinet or whether there's not, whether there's money in the bank or whether there is not. We are all supposed to be living and trusting the Lord for our daily needs. And, and, and here, uh, we should not depend on money for our security. Now, 
I'm not saying we should not save. I'm not saying that we should not prepare. But what I'm saying is money is a poor uh, savior. Money is not going to meet the needs. We don't know what the world is going to do. We don't know what the future holds for us. Uh, But what we do know is there's a God in heaven that can meet every need that we have. But if we start looking at our resources as our security in life, then we are always going to have to be working to increase. Because there's, it, it is never satisfied. So we, we want to make sure that we're not trusting money for our security. Number 19, never take financial, ad, financial advantage of your parents. Never take financial advantage of your parents. Proverbs 20, 28, 24, Whoso robbeth his father or his mother and saith, It is no transgression, the same is the companion of fools. Now, there are people that look at it and say, well, it's going to be all mine anyway. That is a terrible mindset. That is, matter of fact, that is an evil mindset because God says that, that a person that has that mindset is a companion of the destroyer. And, and that, is, that is, uh, uh, it is terrible here. So don't take financial advantage of your parents. Uh, don't, don't scam mom and dad for money. Don't steal for mom and dad. Be honest. Don't guilt mom and dad. That, that, that is, that's leading into an area that, that should never be breached. And, and as, as Christians, we should be looking out for one another, not just looking to get what we want. And if we're not careful, we will use a relationship of a caring individual to manipulate something from them. If you have borrowed money from your parents, pay it back. Pay it back. I remember as a teenager, I borrowed some money from my, my parents. My first car was a, a little Fiat, and I told you how I worked on that one more than I drove it. Uh, and then I bought a 1970 Nova. And I, I remember buying that Nova, and I took a loan from my parents uh, to buy the Nova. And, and with that, each month, I had to pay them a couple hundred bucks. And here I was making three thirty-five an hour. Do you know how hard it is to come up with a $200 uh, car payment uh, at uh, three thirty-five an hour? It was, it was pretty rough. And then my insurance uh, was the same. And so uh, there, was, there was a lot of work going on just to pay for a car. Uh, but, but I paid them off. You know, with, with resources, don't feel like, well, they gave it to me. That's okay. No, if you asked for money, you took a loan, pay it back. Even if they say, oh, no, it's okay. You pay it back for your sake. Just for the integrity of it, pay it back. And so don't take advantage of your parents financially. Uh, Number 20, don't trust people who are in a hurry to get rich. 
Somebody that's in a hurry to get rich, do not trust them. Proverbs 28, 22. He that hasteth to be rich, what's that next statement there? Hath an evil eye, uh, and considereth not that poverty shall come upon him. Uh, the, the, the people that are hasting to get rich, they're always looking for something that is better than work. They're always looking for an easy way. They're always looking for some angle on something. Stay away from those people. They have an evil eye. He said, oh, it's a Christian. Christians may be saved. But that's not a Christian mentality. Riches should never be our goal. And we'll get to that here next. All right, number 21, don't set a goal of being rich. Don't set a goal of being rich. Proverbs 23, 4, labor not to be rich, cease from thine own wisdom. There are many people, and you, you have heard them, I'm sure. Maybe it was a, uh, somebody that uh, was uh, very good in sports, and uh, that maybe they were a Christian, and they were going to go into uh, the NFL or the NBA, and uh, think about how many good things that I can do for the Lord uh, because I'm going to have this money, and I'm going to have these uh, all of these uh, opportunities to talk to people. Uh, how many of them succeed? Very, very few. Don't set a goal of being rich. Uh, you know, the cease from thine own wisdom. You know, we, we, are, we, are to, we are to labor and to work, meet the needs that we have, and serve the Lord. And if God blesses what we have, praise the Lord. But that shouldn't be the goal. Uh, so, uh, so don't set a goal of being rich. Number 22, don't be greedy. Don't be greedy. Uh, Proverbs 15, 27. He that is greedy of gain troubleth his own house, but he that hateth gifts shall live. We, we have to be, we have to protect ourselves from ourselves. You and I don't really, we don't know what's in the depth here. Bible tells us that the heart is desperately wicked above all things. Who can know it? It's deceitful and desperately wicked. And so uh, we, we can lie to ourselves, and, and we need to guard our own, our own desires. Don't be greedy. Don't be, don't, don't be a person that is just looking for more. Uh, for me, uh, that, that mentality is a dangerous place to be. Don't be greedy. Uh, number 23, get advice on major financial decisions. Get advice on major financial decisions. None of us have all the answers. And we all need advice. And we need advice from people that will keep our feet grounded. Not from people who are just going to tell us what we want to hear. We don't want to follow Rehoboam's uh, cho choice of counselors. 
Uh, we want to, to get counsel from individuals that are going to help us uh, and give us wise counsel. Uh, you know, we are, we are not to seek the counsel of the ungodly. Pro, uh, Psalm 1, uh, Proverbs 1927, uh, cease to hear instruction from them that causeth thee to err from the words of life. You know, we want to make sure that we've got good counselors. But uh, when you are making major financial decisions, get counsel. Talk to people. Uh, you you want to get advice. And, and get advice from somebody that has some gray hair. Get advice from somebody that has no hair, maybe. But get, get advice. And... And heed the advice. It'll help us. All right? Uh, Number 24, discipline your sleep habits. You say, Pastor, how does that tie into finance? I'm glad you asked. Proverbs chapter 20 and verse number 13. Love not sleep, lest thou come to poverty. Parents, letting your kids sleep until noon is destructive. Well, they don't have anything else to do. Find them something to do. But if you develop, you allow your children to develop habits that they are sleeping in and not getting up, do you think that just because they graduate from high school and they go off and get a job that somehow magically they're going to have good habits and wake up and be at work on time? It will not happen. And you know what? Even if you're the parent, get up. Get up. It is sleep. Sleep habits are, you know, if you're retired, I'm looking back at Mrs. Jewell back here. She's laughing. Uh, if you're retired, okay, it's a little bit different. But if you're not, man, get up. There's lots to get done. And, and here, uh, God says, if you love sleep, uh, you, he said, love not sleep lest thou come to poverty. So God's tying this, this attitude of sleep, and he's tying it to being poor. And you say, well, poor people are lazy. Well, where did that start? Where does laziness start? Well, it's probably going to start from a child. And if we are teaching them that it's okay to not get up, even during the summer, live by a schedule. It, it, it's vital. Live by a schedule. All right, I'll get off that one. It's awful quiet in here. Number 25, remember you cannot take it with you. Proverbs eleven fourteen. where no counsel is, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors, there's safety. Uh, it's, we, we know that we can't take the, the world's goods with us, uh, but, uh, you know, uh, we, we have got to realize that we can't take it uh, with us. We're going we're gonna to die one day, and it is going to be left here, and so, uh, so we, we want to we wanna make sure we can't, we, 
we won't take it with us. Uh, I read the wrong verse here. Uh, let's see, Proverbs 11, 4. Uh, Riches profit not in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivereth from death. And we're not going to take, uh, take it with us. Uh, so uh, when we die, uh, you think about the rich man that built his barns. This night thy soul shall be required of thee. His riches weren't going to help him when he went into eternity. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, number 16, uh, 26, I'm sorry. Pay the lowest price uh, possible. Pay the lowest possible price. Uh, let's see, Proverbs uh, 20, verse 14. It is not, it is not, saith the buyer, but when he has gone his way, then he boasteth. And, you know, uh, bargain. Mrs. Brown hates it. If we go to buy something, she, she, will, she steps away. I start, I start haggling price. Everything is negotiable. Everything's negotiable. And, and you might not be talking to the person that can negotiate, but everything's negotiable. And, and I'll, I'll negotiate just about anything. And we'll go in somewhere to buy something. Uh, the, these, the tables that we used to have up here that are out in the foyer, uh, they were like 700 bucks a piece. And I think we got them down to 200 uh, and then we had them assemble them and deliver them. Uh, everything is negotiable. Uh, you know, uh, as, you are, as you are taking care of your resources, being a good steward of the resources is, is saving money. So if you can pay a lower price for it, then pay a lower price for it. Uh, so uh, learn, learn to negotiate there. Uh, I, I've got a hasten here, uh, 27 Number 27, let me get my notes back in order here. Uh, the, buy the best you can. Uh, you know, uh, when you're younger, you don't have the ability to uh, maybe buy the, uh, the, the highest quality, but save, get, get good quality so it'll last. Uh, you don't want to just buy something that's junk. Uh, you you want to definitely find things that, uh, buy things that are going to last, be a good investment. Proverbs 21.10, uh, let's see. Uh, nope, that is not the verse that I was looking for. All right. All right, Proverbs 8. Proverbs chapter 8, if I've got it there right. Proverbs eight seventeen. Riches and honor are with me, a durable riches and righteousness. And, you know, things that last. And so get, uh, use, use your resources to buy things uh, that last. Number 28, beware of the potential dangers of riches and poverty. Either side, there's dangers. Uh, Proverbs 30, verse 7, two things have I required thee, uh, of thee, deny me not them before I die, remove far from me vanity and lies, give me neither poverty nor riches, feed me with food convenient for me, lest I be full and deny thee and say, who is the Lord, or lest I be poor and steal and take the name of my God in vain. Uh, so uh, just be just be uh, aware that there are dangers on both sides uh, with our with our position financially. Uh, if we are if we are uh, needy, there is a danger of us uh, wanting to be uh, dishonest. 
uh, to be able to meet those needs. On the other side, uh, there is a, uh, there is a uh, when you have everything, think about when you go talk to somebody about the Lord in a very wealthy area. Uh, they don't need the Lord. They have everything that they need. And, of course, they do need the Lord, but they don't sense that need. And so uh, there's dangers on both sides. Number 29, if you obtain an inheritance, use it wisely. Uh, If you obtain an inheritance, use it wisely. House and riches are the inheritance of fathers, and a prudent wife is from the Lord, Proverbs 19, 14. Uh, and I and I personally know people that have uh, inherited money, great sums of money, and wasted all of it. And it's it's a very that's a very sad thing uh, that that it would not be it would not be used uh, in a prudent manner. So if you obtain inheritance, use it wisely. Number thirty, honor God with your finances. Honor God with your finances. Uh, Proverbs 3, 9, and 10. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. And God's just saying uh, we need to honor him. Everything that he gives to us, it ought to bring honor to the Lord. So these are just some principles, and I know we've, we've hit them very quickly, uh, but with these, if we will allow biblical principles to guide uh, our financial, uh, our financial uh, spectrum, just our, our, our view of finances, it will definitely impact uh, what we have, how we take care of it, and, and how blessed we will be. When we use good principles, we're blessed. If we fail to adhere to good principles, we will pay the consequence. And so uh, we want to follow the principles God has given to us. Father, we thank you for your goodness. Pray that you just help us this evening. Thank you for all the blessings uh, that you have provided to us. And Lord, thinking about just these biblical principles of stewardship, and Lord, we went through them very quickly. But I pray that all of us have taken a few nuggets here and there. We'll be able to apply them to our life. Heads bowed, eyes Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed our service. If you would like to hear more, visit our website at bbc4me.org. That's bbc, the number four, me.org. May God bless you.